Welp, here we are in May. Um, I guess this is our second episode uh, recording in May. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to touch on real quick that we wrapped up our Don't Get a Blister challenge, where we teamed up with how many other people got into this? 14 participants. And we tried to walk across the United States all together. And uh, in that, we determined that it was like 8.8 million million steps from like uh, the bottom corner of San Diego all the way up to some random point in Maine (laughs) that I put on Google Maps. Right. We we determined that that step count based on the previous challenge that we had done. And I wanted to wrap up and give us some totals here. We landed at 3.7 million steps, 3,702,150 steps, averaging 200... And 64,000 steps per participant. Um, that put us 1,559.02 miles across the United States. Now, do you want to talk about some of your metrics while I see where that landed? Us? Absolutely. Go ahead. And do you want to go from San Diego or do you want to go from uh, um, from Maine? <laughs> let's. Which way do you think we were crossing the United States? I think we all came to the West Coast. So let's go from San Diego uh, east. Okay. See how far we go, east and north. Um, Travel east and north. <laughs> yes. Let's see. Uh, okay. Okay. So while I while I figure out what exactly is uh, one thousand five hundred fifty nine point zero two miles, why don't you talk about some of your metrics? Sure. So we had fourteen participants, as David had mentioned. Now you normally get ten, but we found that if you uh, well, actually uh, Linux had found out if you ask really nicely. Uh, they will increase that limit because I think they see that their business model is directed more toward uh, corporate level. And there's there's young people, small groups that want to be able to take advantage of this product and uh, and not have to pay, you know, at, up the, out yeah. the nose for this thing. So we had um, I was sort of stuck with in the in the top four or five uh participants we were kind of going back and forth there were yeah and it was a little bit of smack talking but what's nice is you can change the metric here so total steps i personally got uh third place just under five hundred thousand. um we have uh urinal humper at five hundred one thousand seven hundred twenty, and then in first place we have chhh well i guess that would just be chh holly uh, at 556,778. Now, if you start getting, this is a 30-day challenge, if you start getting consistently 22,000 steps in a day, that's really difficult to try and uh, catch up on. I mean, if you're down, even on one day, if you're down five or 6,000, that could be like a third of a day. So it's really tough. Yeah. And, and, and that's not the whole reason we're doing this. I think there was a competitive nature behind it just because trying to keep everyone motivated uh, this was more of the uh, the camaraderie aspect that we were going for. So, uh, just to look at it, you can you can actually reorganize this to be different metrics. So you can look at we have it at total steps as the goal, but we can look at total minutes. And in in yeah. in there, I have I have number one with uh, thirty two hundred total minutes, and then JG four two nine with thirty one fifty, and then Holly with uh, three thousand sixty two, and Urinal Humper with twenty two thirty one. You can also jump into total distance. And then Holly beats beats us with 280 um, total miles. That's very far. We averaged out, I think it was 111 miles per person. But you look at this, and uh, 
And to Holly's credit, they had come in late. They said, hey, look, I'm getting, uh, I'm going to start, I think it was their their job was starting back up again. And they, they said they're going to get at minimum like 20,000 steps a day. Sure enough, they just blasted up into first place. Uh, yeah. So it's neat to be able to just look at the different metrics and see where you stand. I feel like I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming that everyone in this is just a little bit shorter than me or I just have a, lo- a larger stride, but uh, <laughs> everyone else beat me with steps and uh, I guess I got total minutes. So I can't, I can't be all mad, but it's, it was fun and competitive and everyone that, that uh, participated in this uh, caramel, uh, there was Futures Past was in here. Angela was in here. Kate Driscoll was in here. Um, we got Susie to join really Susie. late because I didn't think anybody would be able to. Yeah. Uh, that late. Yeah. And sure enough. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know if these were all the people that we could fit in there or if these were all, all the people that participated, but I'd like to get. These are, right. More. I think these are all the people that uh, participated and we could theoretically fit more people in there. Um, if we wanted. Okay, Justin, I really narrowed this down to the mile. Perfect. Um, typing in random cities here. Okay. Uh, on uh, on the maps. Now, if I were to look at this on a map, I would say we made it halfway. Okay. Looking at this on the map. And I'll send you a screen grab of this um, where you can take a look at this. The city I found is called Mission Hills, Kansas. And it is literally like five miles south of Kansas City, Missouri. Um, so Mission Hills, Kansas, right on the border of Kansas and Missouri, uh, is where uh, we would have wound up at 1,559 miles from this marked location I have in south, south, southwest San Diego. Um, it's like just, it's San Ysidro, California. Gotcha, okay. Um, so that is what gets us, That that's how far we made it. So, uh, I believe we're going to start another challenge that we'll start posting on the socials. Everybody should start seeing that. And it seems that you can join up pretty much whenever as the competition is going. And I think when Susie joined up, it, it synced her previous week of steps, which was nice. So, um, by the time this posts, uh, this episode, anyway, there it is. So, yeah. Um, and, uh, and you know, so what was yeah. the total number? I'm sorry. What was the total number of miles across? 1,559.02 miles. And what was the total up to Maine? That is a uh, a a, uh, a metric I don't currently have, but let me put a pin here. Okay, because I th- I want to say it was something like 32 or 3,300 miles. Uh-huh. Which we got just about halfway, and I'm not sure. I, did, I don't know if you were going to send me that, what it, uh, what it actually looks like. But um, oh yeah, uh, depending. I mean, I definitely think I took a screenshot. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll take a look at and see what it looks like. If we curved, let's say, if we were to curve up and around a little bit, you're coming from you know like San Isidro, um, coming up and around, you go through Cleveland, then maybe come back down to Kansas. That kind of makes the shape of a half heart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is Jimmy Eat Pod. Ah, uh, 3,416 miles we were, from San man. Isidro to Keegan, Maine. Nice. Which is way up there. Yeah, the and see, I would have taken the easy way out and just gone from like straight from L.A. and then a, a straight line as, as quick as you can go, like down the uh, 
the route uh, one or route sixty six over there. I would, mm. but you took the longest one. But that only takes you to Chicago. Yeah. Oh, I, really? All I did is I sort of eyeballed it, and I was like, "Oh, that puts me at twelve hundred miles." Okay, let me get a little bit more, and then it started putting me at like two thousand miles. Okay, I was like, "Oh, now I need to start going choosing random cities south of this." city okay that took off a couple hundred miles okay let me go a little south oh let me go a little west oh kansas city is sort of there and i was like 10 miles over so then while you were giving the metrics i was sort of really dialing it in and i got us there (laughs) is it bad that i mixed Uh, up iowa and ohio visually in my head i there's just i don't know the midwest to me david i don't know where the midwest to me is just a big flat green area and then there's california and there's a bunch of palm trees and people with sunglasses on that's all i see yeah, like, am I short sighted? Cleveland, Ohio. Like, I would have guessed that Cleveland is more like where Green Bay, Wisconsin is. Exact, and that's exactly why I thought it made the shape of a heart before I saw your little screenshot. Uh, yeah, so we're all yeah, we're on the same boat. So the Midwest is pretty much Wisconsin. That's that's it. Everything is yeah. lumped in there. Like Cleveland is near Buffalo, New York. That's kind of crazy to me. I, I, that just does not compute. Yeah. Man, before looking at this, I should have uh, should have asked myself to draw up a map of what I think the United States looks like. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, I think Grace is in Grace is in like West Virginia, right? Like yeah. she's just south of Cleveland. Yeah. Like Grace and Kim could hang out theoretically. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so here we are, half heart. Oh, uh, I have other uh, housekeeping yes. um, that I'll talk about real quick. Um, so uh, okay. Jim and Robin did a solo acoustic charity show for uh, Matt, Mel, and Charlie Support Fund. And uh, let me read a little bit about it because it's still going. It has raised its goal with 259 donors. And uh, it's F cancer. Matt was diagnosed with metastatic sinonasal squamous cell carcinoma, a.k.a. a rare cancer that is a total a-hole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, I mean, there's a lovely picture of him with his wife and their baby and uh everyone's just trying to kick cancer's ass so they raised the goal of $31,100 they're at 33,465 and um uh this live stream show uh had Robin Vining and Jim Adkins and it I'm happy to say it looks like it was a, a resounding success so uh um uh nothing but the best for Matt um as he uh, begins and continues uh, through his recovery. Um, I couldn't imagine, yeah. man. Uh, I live in constant fear of things like that, and people are actually living this life. So, um, you know, it's one thing to sort of be in fear of it, and another whole other thing to actually have to live through that uh, something like this. Um, and that reminded me of, remember we talked about Ryan Butler of Landmine Marathon and uh, Northside Kings and all these other bands yeah. that Jim played the benefit show for. Sure enough, Caitlin Hughes posted the video of Jim's set to the Facebook group. Oh, great. So that went up, and I checked on Ryan Butler's uh, thing, and his goal was at 80000 and they've raised uh, uh, over half of that. So they're at f- uh, 49310 as of recording right now. So Ryan Butler is uh, still recovering from... Uh, let me, uh, oh, I didn't link to the right thing. I linked to Jim's set um, for that. But uh, he's got Wilson's disease. And uh, and he's, uh, as far as I can tell, still on the mend yeah. as of December 17th when the update was there. Um, so really great that in this time of really no one be able, being able to get together 
two virtual concerts that Jimmy Eat World and adjacent uh, folk have yeah. been able to take part in. Uh, next, um, we wanted to shout out Phil. Phil is a new fan of the pod and uh, not only has joined us over on Discord, but left us a five star review. Justin. Yes, I don't know if you. Saw I didn't that. see it, so I checked um, it. I think that later that evening, obviously, it's not gonna. I mean, depending on when he got. Yeah, it takes a few days <laughs> yeah. to propagate, uh, and so it says. Simply put, David and Justin rock. These guys do some serious homework and find the most obscure information about my all-time favorite band, Jimmy Eat World, and I can't get enough of it. This pod sparks a lot of memories of mine about discovering the band and growing up in Huntington Beach, California. As a 20-year fan of Jimmy Eat World, I find them continuing to grow on me, invented fanboy here, and still get the same feelings that pulled me to them in the first place every time I listen. Keep up the excellent work, guys, and party on dudes. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Phil. Very happy to have you aboard. Um, and uh, also welcoming aboard are two new patrons, uh, Letha and Carly. Um and uh, hopefully they are having fun going back through the catalog of stuff and their stickers are in the mail. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, patreon.com slash Jimmy Eat Pod if you want additional content and uh, uh, probably our most popular episode based on getting two new patrons was the uh, episode that we did with Kim. The uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, A lot of fun, man. The personality test. Personality test. Uh, Very episode. interesting. Hot topic. Hot topic. Yeah. Uh, previous guest of the pod, James Anderson, who will be coming back uh, eventually to do to continue his short but sweetness series. Uh, <laughs> he was the host of Blink and You'll Miss It podcast, which was just a short form podcast about Blink-182 songs. And he did the entire catalog. And then I supplied him with even more early tracks and demos. And um, uh, all of uh, all of his episodes are less than five minutes. Uh, so anyway, he sh sent in an email today and says, hey, fellas, I just listened to Surviving for the first time. And man, congratulations is a jam, huh? A long, 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 long breakdown. Love it. Uh, and the way it blasts in the last minute. Great stuff. Hope you're having an amazing day. And then I blew his mind, told him Davey Havoc was on that track. And I <laughs> shared with him uh, Jim's voice notes episode of uh, pass through yeah. frequencies. And he really ate that up. So that was fun. Um, and there it is. That's housekeeping um, before we get into half heart. Um, from the Love Never Half Heart 7-inch. Some people call it the Love Never EP, and I don't I, I don't know. Did you come across that that was the technical name of it? I just thought it was Love Never Half Heart. Yeah, yeah, and I was, so like, Lindsay goes, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I said, we're doing Half Heart. It's, it's, and I wanted to say, what would it be? Is it a double? Because it's, it's on the Love Never 7-inch, right. and I, I thought it was like, like is it a single? single? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, okay. It was, it was a new like, one. Like, if you think, they did the singles. Like, Opener was a single, and they put out the singles album. Yeah. So this just is a single, and that's the B-side of the single. And there's some interesting things about Half Heart. Love never made it onto Surviving, uh, the Ken Andrews mix of it. This is the exact same instrumentation from Love Never on the A-side, uh, except uh, that Jim mixed the Love Never track. Half Heart, it turns out, according to Rick was an experiment and was never planned for any release at all. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, in a little bit. But um, uh, it's track two of two. JMJ uh, produced it along with Jimmy Eat World. It was recorded at Unit 2. It was released May 4th. Uh, May the 4th be with yeah. us in 2018. Uh, Jimmy Eat World wrote it. They sang it. Jim sang it. Um, it was an exotic location recording. One of the, one of the releases that they released 
and distributed or did distribute themselves, but handled everything. And it has two notable high notes, one of which is falsetto C5 and G4 is the other uh, notable high note. Um, no demo exists that we know of, and it was never played. It's a G major key, 9B Camelot, 348 duration, 113 BPM. Justin, you want to talk about the Let's lyrics? Let's do it, man. Uh, now, I did go over to, there was nothing on song meanings, but I did go over to mm-hmm. Genius. And yes. I don't know, sometimes for this being such a popular website, as far as lyrics go, I have been, you know, I haven't seen a lot of annotations on it. I wish there were more. I guess just people are busy listening. That's what I'm, you know, going to assume. There were six contributors for this track, but I noticed. I noticed, but no notes. No notes. So was it just people yes. fixing the lyrics? Uh, yes, and that's what bugs me, is that there were three errors in the lyrics. Two were spelling issues, but one of them, they actually uh-huh. picked the wrong word. And, and I have it marked if you want to listen to it and verify that Please, I am correct. Yeah. But the other two... Is it two? No. Well, it is two. There's two other um, issues. One is a is a glaring spelling mistake, and the other one is just a contraction that they added in there that is not uh, a contraction. I don't know. As, as fast as Jim was singing. Fires? Yep, that's the one. Or what? Yeah, it's, it's uh-huh. fire is. So let's go ahead and start this off with verse one. Um, this is a slow tune, and when we get into the the press releases and the articles about it, about this track, they do mention this, but this is a slower one. A lot of lyrics going on, though. So in verse one, the first half is, when there's no comfort in comfortable, uh, stolen chances and color calls. Now, I tried to look up what a color call was, and I have no idea. The lyrics that were written on uh, Genius were actually Genius, color yeah. coats, which I guess makes yeah. a, makes sense if you're talking about painting something, which I think would make sense. But let's go ahead and start um, at the, at this at the beginning here. When there's no comfort and comfortable, um, I think you're expecting or told an experience, uh, but you just can't find like a resolution in it. And like, let's say someone's going to say in this case, this is going to be a very comfortable experience for you, but you just can't find that comfort, even though you're told. And I'm thinking about this one time I took my buddy Brian. Uh, I had a group on for one of those uh, sensory deprivation tanks. And oh. Yeah, which so it was out. We had to go out into Santa Clarita to go try this. Place. I mean, it was a different area. We, we weren't familiar with the area. It seemed new. Everything seemed fun. And I, I, was, I was pumped for it. I looked at them. And people said, oh, yeah, I had, you know, not like an out-of-body experience. But I was able to just go deep into my soul and kind of lose myself. So I was psyched. I told him, and he was psyched, too. Uh, when we got there... You get into this tank and it's it's highly um, salinated water, so it's got it, it's very salty. And yeah, aside from being in this water, putting yourself in this completely blacked out box, you have to let yourself float first of all. And that's once you can let yourself float, and you're not trying to actively keep yourself up. That's one step toward, uh, I guess, just relaxing. And then you also have to just kind of put your mind in a place just to go. And in the last fifteen or so minutes, I I really felt like I was just dreaming vividly and then i got out there and i talked to brian he goes it was the worst experience of my life man (laughs) oh i've heard i did that's so funny those are the two experiences i've ever heard uh and i told him i was yours and his (laughs) so i just as much as i told him it was going to be enjoyable he just couldn't get that out of his head he's like dude i was trying to stay up above the water the whole time i was feeling claustrophobic i kept bumping into the sides (laughs) it's like everything that i didn't feel he felt so, I mean, even though I told him that one thing, it never, he he couldn't uh, arrive at that feeling. And, and you can't really, 
I couldn't knock him for it. I said, I'm sorry that you, you had a poor experience. And, you know, we ended up getting a couple of beers later. But um, that's that's it. The second half of that is stolen chances and color calls. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus more on the stolen chances. I think that's just something taken out from under you. A chance is like an opportunity. And a stolen chance would be somebody else stepping in and taking advantage of that. So I think that first, we're getting this concept right already of somebody who's maybe not that confident um, or is just, they're just uh, worrisome. Maybe they have uh, some kind of like anxiety or something. Uh, another thing I did want to mention to you, and this was interesting. Uh, how do you say, how do you say, uh, I don't want to say it because I've already said it, but the last line in that very first line, the very last word, how, how do you pronounce that? Calls? Uh, above that one, on the first line. Oh, comfortable. 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 Yeah. I look at it and I want to say comfortable. I, And you did. And I noticed it. Right. What does Jim say? Uh, we can listen to it. And this is, w- yeah. this is what I, f- I found here. So I'm going to jump up. I think it's about 12 or 13 here. I think it's acceptable both ways, depending on how many syllables you have to fit. <laughs> yeah, right? When there's no comfort and comfortable. So he says comfortable, right? Yeah. Which is not, I mean, I don't, when someone says comfortable, I even, I even think. S- is this why you asked about the refrigerator thing? No, no. Oh. No, but check this. So comfortable comfortable i think even just saying it like that makes me feel comfortable when someone says comfortable i'm doing it i don't know because i'm reading it this way performative <laughs> maybe that's what it is so i also looked i i've listened to on the color uh, color in the shape uh foo fighters album february stars i cannot i cannot make myself pronounce this differently i have always said february how it looks and i hear yeah. dave Grohl sing. And pronounced, mind you, February stars. And I go, I, it bugs me so much if I ever cover the song. I'm going to say February. Come to find out, yeah. it's actually pronounced February. I had no idea. I was did I was today years old when I realized that <laughs> Feb, February, even though it's spelled February, is actually pronounced February. Yeah, I think I'm always being cheeky when I say the R in February. Well, now I I, I can't. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm going to have to psych myself out and just say February, but I'll almost think because I've been saying it February for so long that I'm saying it incorrectly. So what's with the silent R? <sighs> if you look that far. I well, I mean, you- it, it comes from like a British, the, the the way the Brits say it is February, February. And so we've, February. we've adopted that <laughs> just because it's, it's too much. It's too um, shrill. Maybe shrill is the wrong word, but it's too, um, it's like saying comfortable. <laughs> it's too, like you said, performative. Yeah. It's just too much. So they've dropped it and made it a silent one. And you even see the the way that they phonetically spelled it. Feb dash U Y O O airy. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it made me think of another line from uh, 23 that when I when I had covered this, I had to fight myself to say it like Jim, but I'll be 23. T-W-U-N-N-Y. 23 is how he said 23. 23 yeah. is what I want to say. 23. But you know, that doesn't that changes the dynamic of the song. And yeah. uh, in this case, going back to comf- comfortable, yeah. he's right. But it really took me down this weird. Yeah, 23 is like a glass of water with ice <laughs> in it. Oh, 20. 23 is like a lukewarm yeah. <laughs> uh, glass of room temperature water. So, uh, but I digress. So uh, that was an interesting <laughs> little turn that I took once I r- realized that Jim was For saying sure. comf- comfortable. So I'm going to try and say it better now. <laughs> so stolen chances. <laughs> but what do you think color calls or color coats I guess the paint, right? Yeah. Um, I even looked up color calls. There was nothing that came up for color calls. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I I almost want to say it's color coats. 
like you said, like um, you want to hear him stolen chances and color codes almost reads like a line that's like this is a life well lived. Okay, well, you want to hear him say it? Oh, yeah, yeah, here yeah. we go. Let's hear it. Stolen chances and color calls. Oh, yeah. He says calls. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, color yeah. calls, I don't know. Like a call, I imagine someone's asking, hey, what's, what, what, what color are you feeling maybe? Like are you feeling blue? Are you feeling like a bright color like orange or black? Yeah. It, stolen chances and color calls. Color calls, like if somebody's like yelling – like uh like Pantone two nine four or like you know, like I don't know in what context that would happen like a nice is that the Nickelodeon design, orange? Like a, no, that's a the Dodger blue. Okay, uh, I think Pantone zero three one was I don't know. It's just odd that man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're not gonna look up Pantone codes. Actually, I'm not gonna look it up. Zero three one C. No, that's a red actually. So. Oh okay. Anyway, um, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Uh, color calls, uh, Pantones. I, I couldn't figure that one out. And I think it's one of those phrases that uh, Jim just coined, color calls. And he, uh, maybe he could tell us what it means, or maybe he would say, I don't know. 484-JE-POD, if you know <laughs> what, what do color you think calls. it means? Yeah. So the, the second half of this verse is, uh, you can't invest with your full heart. You feel it crumble before you start. And now it's pretty solidified that by not investing with your full heart, this person might be lacking uh, confidence or is just not sold on the outcome. And for whatever reason, they crumble before they start. They fall apart. They lose their confidence or they just uh, lose their steam um, in their decision making. Yeah. So a, a pretty clear first verse. And then we jump into the chorus. The path you didn't take, it always ends. Perfect only because you never did. Now, this was actually, I don't know if, if the liner notes had the lyrics in here, but I think the punctuation helps into ha- in how I am. No, there's no liner notes on this. Um, okay, and maybe they added in the comma after take just because... Uh, Although, uh, it is on Apple Music. Let's take a look. Okay. Well, while, while, uh, you're, while you're looking for while that. You're, yep. Yeah, so the path you didn't take, comma, it always ends. Perfect only because you never did. I think you can take that part of the chorus as the path you didn't chose. So Colored Coats is on the official, sorry. Colored Coats... Is the official oh. lyric on the uh, the the streaming version of Half Heart, and the path you didn't take, comma it always ends perfect only because you never did. Now, I do wonder these are not scrolling lyrics, so I wonder if they just pulled these off genius. They could very well. I listen to Jim, although it doesn't have the verse one and chorus lines on it. We've all listened to. I mean, if four eight four Jade Pot, if you hear something else, but I clearly heard Color Calls. Yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. So, and then, sorry, and then, yeah, punctuation. The only punctuation on the chorus is the comma between didn't take and it always ends. Okay, good. All right, and then that, that helps me with, with my uh, deciphering this chorus here. So, the path you didn't take, perfect only because you never did. I think that's just saying that the path you um, didn't, didn't choose, it seems like it was the perfect one because you never took it, and but you never know. You don't know. And I think right. the going back, the it always ends is actually a reference back to even though you don't know how it ends, don't beat yourself up over that. And it always ends, I think, is the it is the is that doubt, the feeling. So this is a, a little hint of um, uh, inspiration here. So the path you didn't take, it always ends. I don't think the path that you didn't take, that path is ending. I think this is a reference back to uh, 
you're always going to doubt yourself, but don't beat yourself up over these choices you never made because you'll you you would never know otherwise. That's how I sure, take yeah. that. I, I think that's ultimately what he's saying. Okay, yeah. and it's it's a and tough you're only glorifying it because you didn't take it, and it's the 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 not the fear of the unknown, but the the allure of the unknown yeah. is the only thing interesting about it. Yeah. Yes. And don't, if you would have taken it, the the end result it doesn't matter, and it probably would have been the same anyway. Right. Yes. And so don't yeah. don't uh, don't fixate on that. Don't beat yourself up over it. So it's a nice little introduction into uh, this this new thought process here. And then the second half of the course is uh, the moments that we have will soon be gone. Either you're here or you're not. You're here or you're not. And I think that's just saying life is short and you have to take advantage of each opportunity that you're presented. Um, otherwise, they'll slip through your fingers. And that we can talk about the music video if you wanted to. It's There's not much to it. It starts off with a hand that goes into what I thought at at the beginning was a hand that was being recorded going through water in a lake or something from off of yeah. a boat. So the boat was actually propelling. Oh, I see. Right? Uh-huh. And then you can see by the end, the last 20 or so seconds, that the camera pans out a bit and it, and it changes angle from a straight down shot to kind of more of a... Uh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that makes it more interesting, that video. Right, yeah. and you can see that it's actually a hand being placed into a running river. And at the end of this, yeah. it, it just the waterfall comes off. And... I, as simple as that is, you can look at it at face value and say, oh, dude, it's just a guy putting his hand. They were just maybe out there hiking or something. And they're like, hey, Rick, put your hand in the water. But you can also look at it as. Yeah. You know, it's funny as I was thinking, uh, oh, this came off of somebody's phone and they were like, OK, this is only like 20 <laughs> seconds, but let's like yeah, speed ramp it. Exactly. Down to fit the length of the song. <laughs> right. Because it was slowed down a bit. It was uh, dropped down. Yeah. But it seemed like it was a high frame rate that it was recorded. I didn't see it being super choppy. I. Yeah, no, it wasn't super choppy, but then I was like, oh, did they put optical flow on it? But optical <laughs> flow kind of gives these, like, different... Um, right, you would see the different frames. artifacts. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. Look at us looking into this all deep. Uh, <laughs> and I, But I think that's a, that's a direct reference into these lyrics here is that, look, these problems, time is just going to slip through your fingers. And if you were to look behind... It, the water is just falling off of this cliff it, and yeah. who knows where well, it's... Well, he talks about that in verse two, which I asked, oh, I wonder if the... Uh, lyrics here are informing the video. Okay, choice. well then let's go into there because that's really essentially what I was going to say about the chorus is that they're just saying, life's short, uh, take advantage of each opportunity that you get. Uh, and then verse two starts off with, a floating fire is hard to hold. A, f- a finger's pass right through its glow. It sounds like, it sounds like some kind of riddle. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A floating fire is hard to hold. A finger's pass right through its glow. Ha! Huh? <laughs> Answer me these questions three. Um, but uh, a floating fire is hard to hold. A finger's pass right through its glow. Um, I think that's a reference to like trying to hold a flame in your hand. And either it's it's yeah. fleeting or the heat is just too much to bear if you're you know if yeah. you're trying to to capture it. But it's not a uh, it's not a physical thing. It's actually a chemical reaction. Yeah. And you can still touch in the second half of this is you can still touch the flame for a brief moment and and uh, and not be burned or scorched or even hurt. And, and perhaps the fire and flame are like just difficult times or big decisions that you're seeing ahead of you. But if you were to just yeah. break them down or take them one step at a time, it's not really that big of a deal. Uh, and then this was the second half of the verse is uh, I'm sorry. Is that what you were saying about uh, water passing through the fingers? Yes, fingers pass right through its glow. Okay. 
Uh, and then the second half of the verse is, there's peace out there somewhere in time, but I'm as real as you will find. And the peace was misspelled. It's just like piece of cake, but this is actually, there's peace as in uh, feeling at peace. So, Oh, yeah. Here's how, yeah, let's see which uh, lyric they put yeah, here in Apple Music. That'll be the tell. Yep, P-I-E-C-E. Okay, so they grabbed they grabbed from uh, Genius then, huh? Yeah. So I think that that line is just saying, or those, those lines, you should find peace in the choices that you've made. Uh, and they're what define you in the end, but I'm as real as you will find. So if you if if you make these decisions and own up to them, that's going to be you, right? Otherwise, you're going to be this wishy-washy person that just can't can't stick to their guns and make that decision. So um, just finding out that finding peace in whatever decision you made, if it's the right one, if it's the wrong one, if, if you think it's the wrong one, just be at peace. Uh, and then the chorus comes back. Again, with the path you didn't take, it always ends perfect only because you never did. Uh, the second half of this is a little bit different, where previously it said the moments that we have will soon be gone. This line is the moment that we have is almost done. Uh, so look at that again. The moments that we have will soon be oh, gone. Oh, yeah. I never put together that they were different. Yeah. Right. So I think that that uh, this is, again, this is that Jim doing his thing where the moment that we have is almost done. So not the moments. Like, let's say we have all these opportunities ahead of us. No, there's in this in, in this instance, he's saying the moment that we have is almost done. And I think the moment is referencing our time, uh, like yeah. our moment. The moment that we have is almost done. We don't know how long it will last, but either way, uh, it's short. And then instead of saying either you're here or you're not, you're here or you're not, this one repeats the the either or either, you know, potato, potato, uh, twice. So either you're here or you're not, either you're here or you're not. And I think because he repeats it uh, identically, I think it's he's asking, are you, are you cognizant? Are you actually here? Are you aware? Are you are you woken up? Are you aware of what's going on around you? Uh, and it's just like this right. is a this is sort of a call. Um, call to action for somebody who maybe just needs a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, a pat on the back and some some kind words to say, look, dude, you're, you're making these decisions. You need to be a little bit more confident. Kind of like, you know, it's like, Car- I, th- I think if you could change the name of this, and I, uh, that's another thing I didn't mention. Half Heart, there's a, I, there's a lot of intent behind its punctuation and the fact that it's all lowercase. I think that also indicates. Yeah, most of the time. Right, I know. <laughs> and there's, yeah, there's some spaces where it's displayed with, two capital H's and then they type it out other places in lowercase. So I know they had the intention and maybe it was just their program displays everything with an uppercase. I don't know. But I think yeah. I, even I've labeled this, you know, I, I've, I do pretty much title case for everything, but this one I purposefully put at lowercase half heart, just because I think that's even yes. more indication that this is about somebody without, uh, with, with who's lacking confidence, man. And it's like, you could rename the song Carpe Diem. Like if you're confident in your decisions, yeah. the world can be your oyster. So that's it. Um, the chorus at the very end is identical to the first one that we had read. So there's not really much um, else to say, but I really, I, I believe that they're just saying, look, be confident in your choices and don't worry about these things that you can't control that the decisions that you make are yours and the things that you can't control. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. So a nice, a nice little song. It's got a good message. It is. It's, it's no I, garbage picker. <laughs> Why that? It's just, that, I think that one has like the, the, the lyrics in there stuck with me. Um, I couldn't <laughs> Jimmy. Well, I want to look at it now. Uh, they were just terrible. I think those are the worst yeah. possible ones. 
Oh, you know what's cool? David, I just Googled garbage picker Jimmy Eat World, and guess what comes up first? What? Our post, baby, for our podcast. Oh, man. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's awesome. Yeah, garbage picker David and Justin sift through this early track and learn that one band's trash is their very own personal treasure. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. That's pretty cool. Lyri- yeah, the lyrics are pretty bad. Uh, he can't see us, but we don't care. I don't like him, but he is fair. We oh, belong here. Right. He yes, don't belong. Yes, yes. Garbage picker. Something sun or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Uh, where is that sun line? No, I think that's a different. That's a different song. Garbage picker. Yeah, no. Here he. Oh, come on. Yeah, no. Here he comes. We I laugh at him. That. Where he goes, we know why. We know why. We, it just seems like a bunch of bros sitting there on the <laughs> guys hanging I out. I thought it was yeah, garbage picker. Savage Sun or something no, like that. No, that must be a different one in the know. same. Go back and listen to that episode of Jimmy <laughs> Pod and let me know what they say. Uh, so long ago. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, 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 yeah, so, uh, yeah, reading back through this, we don't tend to speculate about uh, the relationship status of people in the band, but I would say this is probably pretty... It, my mind makes me believe that this is pretty autobiographical uh-huh. or uh, written from a place of knowledge um, for Jim. Okay. Uh, it just seems like a conversation that might have been had with the significant other. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Uh, what did I say here? No ASCAP info. I went to look this up on ASCAP to see how they spelled it there with capitals or lowercase, and it doesn't even exist there so it's that, that i thought i thought that very interesting um and love never exists because it was on interesting Surviving, huh that the song doesn't even exist like garbage picker is not on ASCAP, but sure. come on oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah this has got to be the latest release by the band that has no ASCAP entry at all so uh what does that mean can we play the entire song here un- uninterrupted and not get in trouble <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I wonder what the criteria for ASCAP, like if they have to pay an X amount to have the ASCAP info recorded, and then they thought, you yeah. know what, we're not going to put this on the album. It barely made it on as a B-side to this single. Let's just right. Like, see how it catches. Well, and, and let's talk about that. Let's talk about the availability of this song. This was, I, I think it was maybe available on iTunes at some point but is no longer available to purchase on iTunes, which all of a sudden everybody seems to think that it's, that means it's just not available right. anywhere. Um, and that's not true. Um, so you could play it obviously on YouTube. Um, the seven inches are out of print as far as I know. And I have a whole thing from stitches and grooves about that. Um, but, uh, you could buy the music video on iTunes for $2, uh, and uh, it is a single on Apple Music, and you can get it on Spotify and all these other places. So, um, yeah, it's hard to say. Like, it looks like you can buy it on Amazon. And, uh, yeah, it looks like you can, oh, I guess you can listen to it on Amazon. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you can download it, though, if you want. And this this right. person, if you're referencing the uh, the Reddit post, they're like looking for the MP3. Well, there's, it's kind of like all over. People yeah. are like trying to figure out, oh, how do I get the song? And it's like, um, well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> get it, I guess. <laughs> um, and you, you know, Zach, it's, he's just like, I don't know, rip it. I don't know. You right. Know I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> just listen to our music, man. I don't care. One person ripping it. I don't condone that, though. 
Right. No, no, no. Um, so uh, some other cool things about it. So it, it is available and uh, we're, uh, yeah, I did want to talk about this. So I have a little bit of a project ahead of me where I utilize Chorus FM's music sharing link service all the time. And it's so great. So in the episode notes here are everywhere you can stream and purchase this song, along with I'm going to go back through our entire catalog and insert this link into every other episode that's ever existed in any way that it exists. So a song like Garbage Picker, if it's just some kid uploaded it to YouTube, I think everybody should have the option to go listen to the full song that way. Obviously, Chorus FM is going to link to the official releases of all of these things, but if for whatever reason it doesn't exist and it only exists as one way, we'll post it that one way. Yeah. Um, like take off horkers, it'll be the SoundCloud link and all that stuff. And then going forward, we'll just build it into our template to do the share link uh, using Core FM, FM's thing. So going forward from now and eventually going all the way back, there will be some way to stream, purchase, enjoy yeah. the song. So anyway, I did want to talk about that because people seem to have such a hard time figuring out how to access this song uh I guess if you don't have a streaming service or something, which is, uh, you know, obviously uh, way to sound privileged. Uh, I, I'm like, I don't know. Just play it on YouTube, I guess. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, I would. That's where that's where I would go. And I, you know, I, I know people that have YouTube playlists of songs just because it's easier for them to get the songs on YouTube. They don't even watch the videos, but they listen to them yeah. in a playlist because it works. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, I did want to talk about that in the show notes. Uh, we're going to add that. So, um, this, they kind of like surprise drop this, uh, this, uh, release. And there was this post by prisoner of my ways three years ago, new two song EP seems to be incoming. I saw this post over at vinyl releases subreddit that caught my attention as I'd never heard of it before. I thought maybe it was an unofficial release of some sort, so I tried to look into it more and found these listings from their official merch store, uh, which are, it's a screenshot of the EP with the t-shirt bundle and stuff that they were selling. Uh, clicking on them just leads back to their main store page, but it's likely it seems like they'll be live soon. It may be only two songs, but I'm glad we have something to hold us over during the remainder of their typical three-year album cycle. Then they added two edits. I saw some record stores are already taking orders for the 7-inch, so I thought I would do a little more investigations. Looks like it might be released tomorrow. Edit two, songs are officially up on Spotify and I assume other platforms as well. And the vinyl link is live on their website, which is no longer live on their website, but um, they kind of just surprise released it. And even Jason over at Chorus.fm uh, had posted basically the same thing. It was like, uh, looks like a new Jimmy Eat World release is coming tomorrow. <laughs> so, Well, it uh, that, that actually explains, <laughs> um, I think, a lot of the reviews or the press releases that I have. Because they they're all dated the day of its release, and oh, I see. Yeah. And the, granted, I mean, I, I imagine that there's a lot of stuff that they're doing that these these zines and the, the publications are doing, but the content of them is just it's so brief in most of them, and it just seems like they're kind of trying to catch up. Uh, but that helps me to to justify why they seemed like they were so short. <laughs> so it was a it was an unexpected release then, huh? Uh, yes, I got strong futures vibes from this track, and apparently so did a bunch of other people. I'll talk about it in the community section. But um, did you feel like strong futures vibes? No, I actually felt more integrity blues, which is okay. Yeah, much more recent. 
but right. I got vibes from Integrity Blues. Okay, yeah. Uh, any particular track on Integrity Blues? It sounded to me like Sure and Certain. Okay, I think maybe somebody had mentioned that, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I got, like, Polaris vibes. Somebody okay. else said 23. Um, but, uh, I mean, I kind of, equ- not equate, but I, I feel like uh, Futures and Integrity Blues kind of go hand in yeah. hand a little yeah. bit. So, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Uh, there were a few tweets from the band regarding this song. Uh, I'll, I'll go... Uh, I don't know in what order I'm going. Uh, this was posted May 4th, 2018. Lots of going, uh, lots going on today. While we're psyched to be kicking off tour later this afternoon, we also want to share with you what we've been up to in our studio. We have two new songs for you, Love Never and Half Heart, lowercase h's, available online and as 7-inch in our store and with a smart URL. and Oh, interesting, smart URL, L-N-H-H. Um, that's clever. Love Never Half Heart. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, and I'm assuming that, uh, of course, goes to not... Oh, it goes to actually a landing page that they have where you can... Yes, it was available to buy on iTunes at one point. Uh, official Store, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Play, Deezer. Classic Deezer. <laughs> um, uh, so that landing page is actually still up, that smart URL. Huh. Um, so that's cool. Uh, and... Uh, Let's see. Uh, tweet number. Oh, they also posted this to their site. So I went to their web archive version of their 2018 site, and it was pretty much the same press release. But they also announced four new shows, one of which was at the Wiltern. And uh, I was too lazy to see 9:15 at the Wiltern, September 15th. I think that's the one I went to with Addison. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say yes, that was the show. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I went to that show, and uh, yeah, they had uh, a Love Never uh, music video and the Half Heart music video uh, with the hand, uh, which I wrote here. What does it mean? But then we sort of broke it down. Yeah. I think it. I think it, that's kind of cool. Um, here is another tweet from December thirty first, twenty eighteen. So the end of that year. We'd like to thank our fans for another amazing year. Thanks for checking out our Love Never Half Heart lowercase seven inch. So they call it Love Never Half Heart seven inch. Okay. Thanks for coming out to the shows. So Zach wrote this. <laughs> we are entering our 25th year as a band, and we couldn't be here if you guys weren't listening along and coming out to shows. Wishing everyone out here a happy new year. We are looking forward to kicking the shit out of 2019. Stay tuned, XOXO, Gossip Girl. And then Angela from the Discord says, we love you too, heart eyes. <laughs> um, I just loved seeing her in there. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was tweet number two. Tweet number three, I take umbrage with because they didn't stylize it with the lowercase h's. Uh. And this was posted June 19th, 2018. Uh, don't sleep on side B. Check out our song Half Heart, capital H's, on our hashtag no, Love Never 7 Inch. So they just called it the Love Never 7 Inch here or anywhere you listen to music. Hashtag Jimmy World, hashtag vinyl, hashtag Half Heart, camera, uh, pho- photo- photography by Andy Drew Me on Twitter. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, it was just a cool picture that Andy drew me took of his vinyl seven inch and the, uh, box and, uh, uh, box the sleeve. Um, but capital H's come on now. I know really, you gotta Um, be consistent guys. And, uh, yeah, man, get a, get a style guide out. Right. Um, (laughs) The reference. So I talked about Rick, Uh Rick sort of tipping off people about this. So here's the first thing. So, uh, user 
Thrawn45 on Reddit. <laughs> We're not in community, but there's a lot of community stuff to support this episode. Um, when Thrawn45, when I met Rick at the Salt Lake show, he said that Half Heart would not be on the new album, but Love Never Is. So maybe that's why it's listed the way it is. Um, this was Thrawn commenting on Real Death Wolf's post um, where they were talking about how Half Heart now exists as its own single on Apple Music and Love Never was not attached. And everybody was like, again, this isn't the Love Never episode, <laughs> but uh, Love Never was an alternate mix, which is now almost impossible to find anywhere. Uh, and then, uh, oh, okay, so Thrawn45 was posting on that and then posted more information in his own post where he says, Wife and I met Rick at the Salt Lake show Friday. Such a cool dude. Told him we wish they played more songs. And his reply, so do we. <laughs> Talked with him about the new album and about Love Never. Will be on the new album. And Half Heart said that was an experiment and will not be on the new album. So in what way do you think this song was an experiment? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe in... I mean, if, it felt like Jimmy Eat World. It felt like the Night Drive style Jimmy Eat World song. Totally. Yeah, it had, it was, there were so many elements of it. And maybe by them saying it's it was an experiment, maybe that is that buzzword that allows them not to have to, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think, it should have never been on iTunes, but it was on iTunes, then they don't have it for sale anymore on there. And then it's, there's no ASCAP info. So there's, there's, there's things that make me think, oh, maybe this was some kind of experimental track, and by it being experimental, that's why it's not part of this normal, I don't know, like these these normal little bits that yeah. every one of these songs, I don't know. I don't know how it's experimental. It's good, but... Yeah. It doesn't seem any different. No, no. It feels familiar. Um, here's what uh, Stitches and Grooves has to say about the Love Never BW Half Heart 7-inch. Uh, I don't know what the BW means. Love never B slash W makes me think black and white. Yeah. But it's not black and white. So let's see what he says here. Um, if you know what BW means, 44J pod. Um, Jimmy Eat World released two new songs to kick off their 2018 world tour, with the only physical release being in the form of a seven inch. Love Never and Half Heart, capitalized, uh, are the titles of the two songs, and it's unknown whether or not they will be any part of a forthcoming new album from the band. The Love Never BW Half Heart 7-inch retails for $6. Initially, it was only available via the band's official web store, but as time wore on, indie record stores around the country started carrying copies of the record. If you're looking for an alternative to buying it, maybe in hopes of finding it cheaper, your best bet is to buy it from your local record store. The band's web store... <laughs> Here's a continuation of last week's complaint. The band's web store is hosted by Kings Road Merch, who charge more for shipping than they should. Copies can be found on secondary sites like eBay and Discogs, but again, you'll have to pay shipping on top of the small markup sellers are charging to cover selling and or PayPal fees. Pressing info was never officially released, and it appears all copies were pressed on black vinyl. Maybe that BW. No, back black Lionel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, black, uh, no download code is included with the record, which is lame considering the 7 inch was released on the band's own label, Exotic Location Recordings. Um, I don't know what BW means in context to vinyl collection. So um, that's what Stitches and Grooves had to say. And then I have a bunch of press blurbs that I assume you also have. So let's talk about these blur, these, these uh, rapid press releases that 
all these outlets put out. Hey, real quick, um, answers.com. What does BW on a record mean? On singles, it means backed with uh, as an, oh God, this is this is totally written incorrectly. Oh, it's got backed with. Yeah, backed with. Yeah, there it is. That's, it reads funny. Side A backed with. Love side never B. backed with. There you go. Half heart. Backed I with. see. That's weird. <laughs> I think Jimmy Eat World got it right in this case. <laughs> Just call it the love never half heart. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so. Uh, so yeah, let's explore these blurbs. Okay. Let's see. Um, so I told you, I felt bad after reading this. I went to recovery magazine and listened. Oh yes. And I go, dude, let me just rip on these people. I, how short sighted, right? How, how shallow, right? Because this is what tipped me off here. Feeling that is their, um, it's recovery magazine. The title of this review is a Jimmy world. Love never a half heart. So it was in capitals. Half heart, so it already threw me there. But the very first line is, <laughs> as a follow-up to the band's 2016 album, Blues Integrity, the Arizona pop-punk quartet have dropped uh, two new tracks. That that threw me off completely. But it, <laughs> come to find that this is, when you look on the right side, it says, Siganos, instead of follow, and it says Recovery Spain. So this is a Spanish magazine. Ah. So there was a translation issue, and, uh, and I take back any kind of... Um, negative words that I had mentioned in that conversation that we had. But they did go on to say uh, about this, alongside Love Never, the band also released a second track, Half Heart, where they actually, uh, they do do the proper capitalization. So thanks, guys. That, in comparison to (laughs) Love Never, is a total polar opposite, showing a more toned-down approach and musical diversity, which the band are not shy of doing by showcasing past tracks, Hear You Me and I Will Steal You Back. So they're hearing, um, they're hearing some a little bit of Bleed American on there. Yeah, and then I will steal you back. So it's actually it was better than I had thought. I was okay. I was too quick to judge. <laughs> uh, now uh, any other? Yeah. yeah, Stereo Gum actually had a decent one. Stereo Gum said, "Let me start with what they just talk about this uh, this backed with here of the two. I probably prefer Love Never, a fired up pop punk jam." That feels even shorter than its three minutes. Its melodic pummel shows a side of Jimmy World, those hard-snapping hooks that often get lost when people talk about the band. But the B-side, Half Heart, um, capital H is unfortunately, might be more representative of what a lot of people like about the band. It's a grand, searching ballad with acoustic guitars and synths that imitate the sounds of grand, sweeping strings. You can listen to both songs below. I think that's great. It's a searching ballad. I like that. That's uh, that's a good description of Jimmy World's... uh, they're non-rock songs, a searching ballad. So well said, totally. Stereo Gum. Now, I did come across this one. This is ABC, ABC News Radio. So in the top left of this, you see ABC's logo, then News Radio stacked. Uh, it's like very gray. There's not a lot of color here. Um, as I'm reading this, it's like a couple of lines. All I can hear in my head is beep, 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 beep. Jimmy World has dropped two new songs, Love Never and Half Heart. At least they spell it correctly. Uh, oh, and sick. all they're doing is they're announcing it. You can download both tracks via digital outlets, uh, and the two tracks are the first new songs to follow. Jimmy World's 2016 album, Integrity Blues. So, Oh, and they also mention here, which I think uh, is mentioned in a couple of other articles, is that uh, the, where is it here? You can also pick it up at independent record stores and in person during the band's tour, which begins Friday night at Atlanta's Shaky Knees Festival. So I, I read that a couple nice. of times, the Shaky Knees Festival. 
<laughs> I have seen. Yeah, it would make sense that they sold it at the shows because a few people uh, popped up with autographed copies of the uh, seven inch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and my favorite little mention of this, the press release is from Lars Gotrick on NPR. And they say the band has a new pair of songs that continue uh, the thread. Uh, speaking of uh, futures and integrity blues and the songwriting. Uh, there's Love Never, an energetic power pop bop that stresses the hard work of love, narratively a far cry away from, I'm taking my kisses back, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and in classic B-side fashion, Half Heart turns introspective, which in its acoustic-driven dreaminess almost recalls Clarity's quieter moments. So man, we're... we're Going Everyone through. definitely thinks it feels familiar oh, for sure. Yeah, there's at least four different albums that between you, me, and all these other people, at least four yeah, that have right? been mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I had for the press releases and uh, and notes on the seven inch. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Did I see any other things? Um <laughs> uh Music Times reference the music video. The music video for Half Heart capitalized on the other hand is quite long and different it opens with an image of a hand in ocean water the mellower track does not feature the lyrics of the song in the video uh oh and then they went on to incorrectly predict that it would be on the album by saying uh the band's upcoming album will feature love never and have heart capitalized so music times get with it come on i want to see i want to see uh the the uh, correction has been made a previous version of the blog said that well they clearly didn't watch it all the way through because that is not ocean water there's no no (laughs) there's no waterfall in the ocean like i don't know it's uh, they probably thought it was somebody on a boat yeah exactly um uh i did like this from uh banquet records uh the slower and emotive half heart sounds like it'd fit anywhere in the futures track list if this is a nod toward their next album then we know it'll be ultra special we found this episode of kyle meredith with where he talks to Jim from Jimmy Eat World, and he mentions Half Heart. Let's see what Jim has to say on Kyle Meredith with. course of 25 years can change, and what the possible new album timeline might look like for Jimmy Eat World. There's also some discussion of punk rock in political times, and that 25th anniversary, especially next year, how they might celebrate the anniversaries of the uh, their first EP and first LP. It's Kyle Meredith with Jimmy Eat World. Well, I want to start out with the uh, with the new singles. Then Let, let's start there because uh, y- you've surprised the world with uh, with love never and and have hearts. Just as I don't know, are, they, are these just one offs? I think so. I mean, we just had a bunch of songs, and we have our own studio, so we figured let's just put something out because we can. So it's it doesn't have to be tied to an album this time around. It's just no, I don't think so. I mean. It just sort of depends on what you want to do, I think, for, for, for anybody making music now. Like, cause there's no rules anymore. Well, I mean, you also came from, or I feel like you came from, you know, sort of a, an, a school in the indie scene and the punk scene and everything when it was, you know, the singles were still relevant even in the 90s. Like, you could do the split single. You've got plenty of split singles with friends and everything. So yeah, it might not be as big of a jump for you? No, I guess not. It's 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 getting back to our roots. <laughs> yes, after, after, the, after the shock of the world died down from us releasing it. It, 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 it we just realized that uh, it was getting back to our roots. Yeah, the shock of the world. Yes. You know, I, I was looking at this, Love Never, Half Heart. I'm like, you know, I'm assuming we're talking about relationship songs in a way. Sort of. But I mean, this is, you know, that you've, you've written 
relationship songs throughout your, your whole career. And I thought, I wonder. Boring. If, no, no, no. It's not like that. But because I, what I get is, I, I wonder if it changes for you, like the way you write about love as you get older. If you've noticed, if that's if there's a difference, then maybe the way you would have written about a relationship ten years ago, twenty years ago, or, or is it you know the, all the same base emotion? Yeah. No, I think it's you find yourself definitely kind of getting more into like the nuances of of everything as you get older. You know, it's not so much of I think when you're younger, you just sort of blurt out what the first thing that comes into your mind and don't really self-analyze, don't really like proofread or, you know, peer edit. And it just goes out into the world. And, you know, sometimes like that's genius. And sometimes like you wish you could have kind of changed some stuff as you look back on it. But I think as you get older, it's definitely more interested in the nuances of everything. You know, like the relationship style kind of songs I find myself writing now are more about like, uh, well, you know, you got like Love Never is a good example of it because it's kind of more about like, what do you think love is? And what do you think it's going to do for you once you get it? And, you know, it's, it's sort of like, so, okay, great. You're in love. Now what? Now what? You, do, you, do you win? Is it over? Are you done? Are you, are you happy now? No? Well, then what was it you were chasing? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, it's more, it's more about, it's more about those sorts of aspects of it all that, 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 that I'm interested in yeah. now. Okay, well, there it is. I guess they mostly talked about Love Never, man. Yeah, there wasn't a lot. I was hoping he was going to give us a little bit more information and some insights. Yeah, and then that, half why it was it ex- let me tell you all about it. <laughs> experiment. <laughs> experiment. Yeah, I guess, well, I mean, yeah, what is the experiment? That they recorded it, they went back to their roots? Like Maybe they're trying <laughs> to see, like, like let's see how many songs people can say this sounds like of ours in our catalog. Right, yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Uh, that's what that is. Uh, I have a few community things. Uh, do you have anything fun for a community? I got five. So if you hit one that I've got, I'll knock okay. mine out. So go ahead. Okay. Um, let's talk about uh, 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 EP Survivor uh, 2019. It was out in round three uh, with uh, 42% or 14 votes. And... Which put it, I guess, as worst of the worst because it was it placed lower than the other track uh, or the other track ended up. I, I, I don't know. Somehow it ended up in worst of the worst. <laughs> and it was out in round five uh, with twenty seven point eight percent of the votes. Um, this guy, Joe Calderon on uh, Facebook says, who has this guy? I have half heart and kind of wish it was on surviving instead of diamond. Um, and somebody says, but Diamond is a gem, uh, Steffi Margot says, mm-hmm. uh, and Alex Kyle comes in, LOL, literally. Um, but anyways, they're posting a picture of their vinyl, uh, on their bed. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and that goes into another post that I saw on Reddit, which is a lot of people theorizing if this were on surviving, where would you put it? Yeah. And this was asked by Sergeant Donut. Um, I love half heart and wish it had been included on surviving. I wish it could have slipped in between delivery and five, five, five and been amazing, especially with proper studio finishing. Of course, I love the album as is, but in my humble opinion, it's one half heart too short. I feel the same way about be sensible, not making it on chase's light. Anyone else feel this way? Or am I just shouting into the wind? (laughs) Um, and some people like half heart more than love. Never. Uh, and uh, a lot of people posting their tra- track lists and where it would fit uh, in there. Um, so, yeah, uh, 
where would you put it? You know, I'm looking at it. So I like what Paul V. Allen had said. Uh, uh-huh. Switching out surviving with uh, all the way stay. So starts the record off with all the way stay, then diamond, uh-huh, love, yeah. never. So let me look at this. So it's going to be it's going to be surviving diamond, love, never. I would put it. Wow, man, he put congratulations in the middle. You know, yeah, right. Um, what is it right before we come? This guy's got it all mixed up. Let me just look at it. So he's got Love Never when you come back on essentially what we considered like the the B side of it. That's when we come back. Uh, yeah. Surviving. Let me look at this album. I would put it uh, around like the slower part. So right between Recommit and Congratulations probably. Yeah. Like on that back half that. down yeah. there. That's where I yeah. would slam it. I mean, these people talking about delivering 555. I think it gets a little early. But it's a it's a decent placement, I and mean, it's kind of slow in between there. So I'd put it at the end of the album. Do you have a, a spot yeah. for it? Um, yeah. If I weren't to get rid of another track, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, between recommit and congratulations or delivery and five 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 work for me. So yeah. I mean, I guess you could go between five 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 and one mil to keep that flow going. But I'd have to I'd have to throw it in there. Right. Look at that Google users ninety seven percent liked surviving. It's awesome. That's pretty cool. Good. <laughs> good. Fucking good. <laughs> um, and then uh, I, I, I couldn't wrap my head around it, but I liked it. Brendan Fick on the Facebook group says half right plus half heart equals get right. <laughs> and yeah. I don't understand it, but I get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Perry Stotts is me posted the uh, math gift guy. Is that Ed Norton? No, it's not Ed Norton, but it's a guy that looks like Ed Norton, like counting on his fingers with all the math going on around him. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I, I don't get it, but I get it. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, you don't know um, why you get it, but you get it. Yeah, uh, I have of all places Discogs. Uh, I have Bear fifty two B A E H R five two on Discogs. Uh, February twelfth, twenty nineteen says sounds great, much better than digital. No surface noise too. Uh, Bear 52 says about the seven inch. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know what surface noise is. Is that just cracking? Yeah, it's got to be. Like, yeah, it's got to be the cracking. Uh, I always assume that was just like, you can't say all, like, this vinyl is great. It has no surface noise. Like, yours doesn't. Maybe mine does. Maybe I treat my vinyl like shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe you right? leave it like, out. Maybe I you make a poster like of it. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I don't have a clever, I don't know. This is probably like a basketball jersey number of some sort. Um, uh, we're older than this age. Uh, this lands on Jake T. O'Donnell's list in the top 50. Uh, so I don't know. Give me a number between 30 and 40. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say 35. 32. Ah, okay. Um, you know anybody famous with a 32 number that I'm not thinking uh, of? Oh, boy, no. Okay, that's fine. Sports. 44 J Pod. <laughs> Half Heart, Love Never Single, 2018. I'm following the oldest song on this list. With one of the newest. The Love Never single was released on twenty in 2018, the first new music from the band in a couple years. And while I praised the A-side in part one, it's Half Heart, the B-side, that is far superior. It's an acoustic ballad, a tender expression of beauty, a grand, sprawling piece that benefits a band who's seen it all and isn't afraid of its future. There's peace out there somewhere in time, but as I but I'm as real as you will find. And it ends with the simple plaintive statement, either you're here or you're not. There is a degree of soft emotionality this band can't uh, can get to 
that they first really explored on Clarity and spent the interim 20 years perfecting. Half Heart is proof that all these years later, they can still find that place, a place few bands can ever get to. Jimmy Eat World, Jimmy Eat World elected not to put Half Heart on surviving, which is understandable, as it may not have fit fully fit on such a hard-charging record. It probably would have made more sense to appear on Integrity Blues, but I'm so glad Half Heart exists and that we got to experience it mostly on its own, says Jake T. O'Donnell. And I kind of agree with all those points. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I have for community. Do you have anything cooler? Uh, no, I don't really. There were Else? a couple of oh. other mentions of just what songs it, it sounds like. And uh, we may have gone over these, but... Uh, I, yeah, I feel like I saw that. Yeah. yeah, I Was Spinning Free says, immediately reminds me of 23 and Paul Roger. Yeah, and uh-huh. uh, Deleted says, the beginning sounds... Like, <laughs> my classic, classic Reddit. Sounds like My Sundown to me. I love both okay, songs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then May Loose says, this could totally be a missed track from the Futures album. Totally. A lot of good input, man. Eh. Yeah, man. It just feels like, I, you know what? I think it just nails down. It just feels like a Jimmy Eat World song. Yeah, I wonder why. And Rick said it was an experiment. If he could remember. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Why they were like, right? oh, this doesn't sound like Jimmy Eat World to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Shall we jump into covers? Yes. Okay, before we jump into covers, though, I have two things that are not that, but I didn't hate. So uh, I came across this guy. This reminds me a little of the band La Bouquet. Okay. Um, that we listened, uh, uh, we had Brian Samus, the lead singer of La Bouquet, on the closer episode. No, not that early. What was it? Some earlier episode. Um, so this guy's name is Logan Choppa, and I don't know what this is. I've never heard of it. It has. He has 13 subscribers. This song has 225 views, but the song is good. So I thought we'd give Logan right. Choppa a little bit of play here on the pod. So here's Half Heart, official video by Logan Choppa. This is night driving music, man. Oh, totally. Oh, I, Logan I, James. Logan James. I love the, the aesthetic here. Me too, man. This guy looks like he lives in the Hollywood Hills, man. Oh, yeah. Check out this Donnie Darko moment right here. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. I love his Dave Gahan aesthetic right here. (laughs) This is a Depeche Mode video right there. (laughs) That red light. Oh, yeah. It's sharp, man. Anyway, this is definitely going on my Night Drive playlist. This song fucking rules. I didn't know anything about it. I left a comment on his page. I was like, I came thinking this is going to be a cover of Jimmy World's Half Heart, and I left a fame. (laughs) Logan Chapa. Logan Chapa fucking rules. Um, And then second... Another somebody named Memory Boy on Bandcamp. It's less dream poppy, but still just fucking cool. So I'm going to have to send this to you because it's a Bandcamp. Yeah, hit me. But 
another great song called Half Heart. I just don't understand what is everybody saying with the Half Heart. Um, 44 J Pod. What is everyone saying with the Half Heart? Um, so this one I didn't listen to as much as uh, Logan James. Uh, but uh, as soon as I played it, I was like, fuck, everybody has a song called Half Heart. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Like, what does this sound like? This sounds like RAC to me. I don't know what RAC is. Like, it sort of reminds me of Hot Hot Heat a little bit. Yeah, yeah his voice does. Yeah. Like, a little bit of that in, like, MGMT. With half your heart, just try. But it's great. Yeah, it's catchy. Fuck, man. What the hell? <laughs> it's all these good uh, half hearts. So anyway, I, I do all that because I only have two covers. Right, yeah. And you also have these two covers? Uh, yeah, and thank goodness our boy, uh, well. Yeah, baby. Maybe we start with Vaskin. Yeah, there we go. We go you know, I like with, this yeah. one. Let's go with, let's start with I didn't, Vaskin. I didn't even watch it, so I'm stoked. Okay, cool. My notes are mostly about the uh, the visuals of this video, but it's it sounds Sick. good. So I'm... let's go ahead. Getting ahead of myself. <laughs> So he's playing both parts. You yeah, man. With your full heart. And I don't know what it is. You look on the left. And there's the little, uh, the curtain that's kind of flowing. The, the window opens. Yeah, this is like Sunday morning vibes. Exactly. I just checked. I wanted to see when this was uploaded. I was like, oh, is this like a quarantine thing or whatever? No, this is just a July a summer yeah. <laughs> morning in 2019. Oh, so innocent. Yeah. <laughs> Look how no COVID this guy is living. <laughs> he doesn't even have a beard, man. No way. Oh, fuck. That's such a Jimmy World court changer. Thing. Yeah. I don't know, man. This just seems like a ritual for him. Justin thanked Ed Crabtree 772 for the guitar chords over at Ultimate Guitar. That was really good, man. Yeah, man. Kudos.
Yeah, thank you. All right, now our other one, we got the boy Sugar Pill Covers. And let's listen to his. He did a little another two-parter because there are the uh, acoustic and the electric bits to this. Hell yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Classic. Oh, dude, sounds so good. Do you have the comments up for this one? Because there were some good I ones. I can pull them up. Let's pull them up. Kind of remarking on the tone. Probably everybody drooling over Sugar Bill himself. Yeah. <laughs> Underrated song. Great cover, dude, says Remy Vespazani. Rich Raw Dog Drums, who I think we've talked about before, says, Wow, this is their brand new song. Very quick. You learned it. And very cool cover. Yeah. Jesus Gomez says, Wow, this is awesome, man. Great cover. And John Leroy says, awesome job. What kind of amp are you using? Sounds identical to the song. It does sound like it. Nice job, Sugar Pill Covers. Of course. Yeah. Not a ton going on in this song. No. It's making a meal of it. Yeah. <laughs> now, I didn't I didn't uh, get an opportunity to put together a rave DJ, but a little birdie told me that you have one. I have one. So, um, of course, I thought it sounded like other songs. So I went and I was like, okay, do I do every song on Futures? Is that which one it sounds like? And I was like, no, I think it sounds like Polaris. So I've made Polaris Heart. Ooh. And uh, what's kind of weird about it is that I think it sounds great, but Jim's voice it's on so each weird song how it does is this. tuned as far low as it could possibly go in one <laughs> and as high up as it possibly can in the other. So musically it works and it's kind of all over the place vocally. So let's listen to Polaris Heart. But see for the vocals. I think it's pretty good. All right. Well, here we go. This is, uh, yeah, Polaris Heart. (laughs) I'm interested to hear which one's low. You can tell that this is not their first take because those uh, fingers are pretty pruney. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it works. Right? He sounds kind of like a demon, but it works. Right, yeah. It's Tom DeLonge, man. 
<laughs> yeah, totally. Gonna let this play through. This is good. Yeah, man, it's not bad, right? You think that's Jim's hand? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I, I feel like it's just probably not related to the band in any way <laughs> for some reason. It's just a roadie that went on like a hike one afternoon. Right. Not too. Yeah. Even with the uh, the the uh, tuned up and tuned down vocals, it still sounded great. I concur. Justin, what are your final thoughts on the song "Half Heart" by Jimmy Eat World? Uh, my official review would be: Well, it sounds like Jimmy Eat World. Um, I don't know if I really love it or or hate it. It's right middle of the road. I've, I've got my half of my heart into this. I, I like the message that it delivers and the fact that it's sort of a counterpart to the, the actual, the front, the A side, the single part. Um, I'm interested to know why it's an experiment that would maybe give me a little bit more credibility to like, like it more, but yeah, uh, yeah it's just kind of there. It's like middle of the road for me. What about you, man? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like, I think middle of the road is right. I think it feels familiar. It feels like a Jimmy Eat World song. And I just don't know if that's enough to make it a great song. There's nothing wrong with it. And I think it's just ultimately inoffensive. Digging into the lyrics more, I think it's probably insanely personal. Um, And it's that type of stuff that I love. It's that. Watch, he's going to say, oh, I looked at a picture and wrote a story and I'm going to be mad about it. Um, But this is the type of stuff I like. At least my mind doesn't know that he didn't write this autobiographically. So I'm putting my thoughts on it. And uh, it in that way, I'm enjoying it. So and I guess this is why artists say, oh, we don't like to say what the song's about because it ruins it for people. And fuck if that didn't ruin Integrity Blues for me. So um, uh, not Integrity Blues, sorry, Invented. Um, So. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it's perfectly great. I think it's fine. I, I, I don't, I would never change it if this song came on, but I, I don't know that I would think about it yeah. more. Like, I know I listened to this song several times and today when I listened to it, I was like, I don't know if I've heard this. And then when the chorus kicked in, I was like, oh yeah, it kind of sounds like a thing. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, that, uh, that's sort of my take on it. Um, inoffensive, very fine. <laughs> um, and yeah, there it is. Uh, so I suppose um, 
if you have half a heart and I have half a heart, then we can together be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! Nice. Excellent.